Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 88 of the InSquash podcast. And today we have French number one, French national champion, world number 18, and winner of last week's Montpellier Open with a three-love victory over James Wilstrup in the final, Gregoire Marsh. And uh, we have a really, uh, we had a really enjoyable uh, conversation about uh, his 2018-2019 campaign, which was a good one. As I just mentioned, he won last week uh, over James in the final. He also, uh, we talk about uh, his big win in Pittsburgh at a 50K event uh, this season. Uh, he had some great wins and some close matches uh, throughout the season. He went, he took uh, Kareem Abdul-Gawad. I think he took him to five games. Uh, had some close calls against Tarek Momin. Uh, defeated Simon uh, Ros- Simone Rosner in the year European team championships and had a 3-2 battle with him in an event earlier this season. So he's one of those uh, guys who's starting to make uh, inroads into uh, or towards the top 10. He's at 18 now. He was at 16 and he's uh, definitely in the ascendancy and uh, I know we're going to see a lot of good things from him uh, in the upcoming seasons. Uh, so we take a look at the 2018-19 campaign. We also uh, talk about his relationship with his coach, uh, French legend uh, Thierry Lincoux. Thierry's been working with uh, Gregoire for several years now, and we talk of the impact that he's made on uh, Gregoire's game and also on uh, French squash in general. Thierry, one of my uh, favorite players uh, over the years uh, when he was uh, playing and battling against the likes of uh, Jonathan Power, Peter Nickel, John White, David Palmer, uh, during that generation, and uh, he, uh, at, in the beginning anyways, was down towards the bottom end of the top ten and then worked his way up to world number one uh, through some incredible uh, hard work training and just a technical game and, mo- and, and incredible movement patterns that uh, I think the French uh, have taken on board, and you can see the influences of that in a lot of French squash uh, these days. And we talk a bit about uh, about that um, as well. And then uh, Gregoire also uh, tells us a bit about other changes he's made to his game, and you might want to pay co- close attention to this because I think uh, what he speaks of uh, we can all apply to our own games. So uh, quite interesting uh, there. And then in the end, um, one thing I noticed uh, on his uh, Instagram page, uh, I watched a video of him play uh, or hitting a few golf balls at the driving range and um, I'll let that speak for itself uh, let you listen to that without giving it away but uh, we have an interesting chat uh, which is spun, a spin-off from uh, from my uh, question about his golf swing on the Instagram page so I know you're going to enjoy this episode, episode 88 with Gregoire Marsh. All right, well, uh, today this is episode 88 of uh, the In Squash podcast, and uh, we have the leader of, uh, of a pack of very talented uh, French squash players right now. He's currently the uh, French national champion and number one, number 18 in the world, uh, and as high as 16 uh, in, in May of this year. Last week, he won, his, I believe, his ninth uh, PSA title, uh, the Montpellier Metropole Open, with a win over James Wilstrup. Uh, Gregoire Marsh is my guest. Gregoire, great to, uh, great to have you on the podcast. Yeah, thanks a lot. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah it's great. And uh, first of all, uh, really a huge congrats on your win uh, last week. Uh, that's a big win for you. I think Pittsburgh might have been uh, your biggest win till then, but this may be even bigger. Uh, so how do you feel now uh, that the win is behind you, a, a great win over a great player like James Wilstra? 
yeah, yeah, that was a that was a great week. That was a great uh, great season overall. Uh, well, my best season, I would say. Uh, no, the the first win in Pittsburgh in February was actually my my best win. Uh, it was a 50k, so it's uh, it's it's good points, and it made me from I think 30 in the world to 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 17 or something like this. Oh yeah, so that's it was huge. A big, a bi- yeah, that was a big, big step for me. That was, I was something that I was uh, uh, aiming for like few years. I was always between twenty-five and thirty in the world, and and I couldn't make the the, the this step, you know, into the top twenty. So yeah, it gave me a lot of uh, confidence, and uh, and it's yeah, it's a good win. And after after this, I played well as well. I. I I was a bit, of course, a bit more confident, and and last week in Montpellier was the was a great win as well because it was at my in my club, and oh, okay. uh, yeah. yeah, that's the club I'm playing for in in the French uh, Championship. So so it's uh, yeah, it was really good to feel you know the 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 atmosphere and all the the people were like I mean cheering for me and. Uh, and it's good to give them back, uh, you know, something uh, like nice, you know, because it's uh, they, they do a lot of job to to make this team possible and to make the club uh, alive, you know. So it's uh, it's yeah, it was great. I played I played really well every every day and uh, every yeah every day I felt like my game was a bit better. And at the end against James Wilstrop, it was of of course a great win because we all know James and he's uh, he's what well, he used to be number one in the world. So it's it feels something a bit more special when you beat someone like this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, James, as we all know, he's got such a great game, such a great temperament, such a good guy uh, on and off the court, I think. Uh, and uh, I mean, you went through that tournament and you beat him uh, three love and. Uh, sorry, I hate to say it because we all like James, but it was a convincing uh, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, he, he was a bit, uh, a bit tired from the round before when he beat uh, Chris Simpson in the semis three-two. Yeah. So, so I knew, I knew he's he's getting a bit old. He's thirty-six years old. I thirty-six, think. getting up there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I knew I, I knew if I could make the first uh, of the I mean the first part of the match uh, really tough for him it would be uh, yeah easier for me at the end because uh, I knew he's gonna be it was tough condition as well the the weather was pretty warm there so mm. I knew if I could if could make the rally long longer in the in the beginning of the match it was yeah the, it was the, the the plan actually yeah. But uh, we all know what James brings to the table, don't you? I mean, when he starts playing the ball tight, short, and plays those drop shots and plays the ball tight like that, uh, sometimes it's, aye, almost, it's I mean, impossible. Aye, aye. If you can't, uh, if you can't keep the the rhythm at a high high pace, and if you if you're not accurate enough, you're gonna get punished for sure. So, so that was the main, uh, yeah. The main goal was to maintain a, a certain rhythm in the beginning, and then. Try to be uh, as as accurate as I could as well, and uh, and that's what I did. And the first game was pretty easy. 
but uh, I knew it was uh, it was not going to be over, and and he can, you know, turn over every situation. So yeah. so the the second game was crucial when I was eleven nine, and when I won eleven nine, sorry, and uh, and then yeah, and then it makes the team different because the as I said, the, he was a bit uh, tired from the previous round. Right. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, you're, you mentioned James being uh, 36. Uh, you're not particular. I mean, you're not a, a young fella anymore either. You, you've had a few years on, on the tour. So I guess uh, that mm. experience may, uh, may have helped you sort of get ready and, and be uh, prepared to play James uh, in the final. That, uh, that would have helped you yeah. a bit, wouldn't it? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not young anymore. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm 29, so I had I had some few years here on the tour, and uh, and especially the last last year, I changed I changed some uh, some stuff in my staff around. Uh, I changed I took uh, like a, a mentor trainer okay. uh, from um, a year and a half now. So because yeah, that's I think that's what I needed to. to get this this step I was talking about you know to get top 20 and um, and yeah the, the the work I've been putting every I mean when you put everything together the, the work I decided to do uh, a bit more than a year ago uh, it's starting to to pay pay it off you know so so it's it's good to to feel you know the the, the, the changes and and I can now I I I can feel uh, myself a bit more. Uh, you know, every day you feel uh, you feel a bit differently. You feel the, the stress is different, and now I can I can manage to 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 relax when I need it. Uh, to get a bit more uh, angry when when you need as well. So mm-hmm. it's 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 nice to understand a bit your you know your emotions and. Yeah. And that's what I needed to 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 work on it, uh, actually. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, and then in Pittsburgh, I guess in the final, it wasn't uh, so easy. Uh, you had a very tough match uh, against Sahad uh, Salam, I think, in the final, and it was yeah. a three-two win. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm assuming that that the mental training would have uh, come into uh, play there for you, having to stick through that a tough match against a very very talented uh, Egyptian uh, guy who's coming up. Yeah. Yeah, of course. the The main, uh, as I said, the main uh, the the main thing for me to to work on it was was my emotions, you know, and and trying to be uh, relaxed as more as possible, you know. Mm. And I was putting too much pressure on myself about the ranking, about uh, you know expectation from the people, and 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 it changed it changed a lot. I I decided to to. To of of course work with his mental trainer as well, but uh, even personally, I I just try to, to put a, a lot of like less pressure on me, and uh, and it, okay, it's just a game of squash, you know, and you'll see if you do well or not. But uh, if you put too much pressure and you if you feel tense uh, every every second of the match, it's not gonna work for you. So, so that's what I needed to work especially. Yeah, you hear a lot of uh, that these days. I think I had uh, Hadrian Stiff. You may know uh, the coach. Uh, he yeah, he came yeah. on he came on the podcast and he was talking quite a bit about that and how he tries to impress 
upon his players uh, just the joy of going out there and enjoying your squash and then letting that yeah. translate into uh, the results. Yeah, because you think about, uh, you know, about points, about the ranking, about the money, about something. You know, okay, <laughs> if I can make this win, if I can make this win, it's going to be, I'm going to be at that stage. And, but, but yeah, it took me a while actually to, to realize this and, and trying to think, to think differently. Okay, try to do your best play. Just think about what you have to do on court and, and then you'll see what's going to come, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, also, I wanted to ask you about uh, Nantes. You won that title uh, from uh, 2014 through to 2016. So uh, mm. out of uh, the nine PSA titles, I'm not sure about the other ones that you've won, but several of them uh, have been on home soil. So you obviously uh, yeah. enjoy uh, <laughs> playing in front of the home crown and, uh, and uh, making them proud uh, of the French squash that they have in front of them. Uh, talk about uh, Nantes, though, because that's quite an interesting uh, an event. It's always getting – it has a great reputation for uh, the crowds that come out to that event. So is that one of the reasons why you uh, you played so well there over the years? I don't know, actually, because it's a bit uh, the opposite that I was saying before. You know, when you play – on home soil, you 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 could feel more pressure and yeah. more expectation. But uh, I knew I knew I was able to deal with this condition, and I and sometimes I feel yeah so much better when I when I have a crowd behind me and I have you know uh, an atmosphere like this. Uh, not not was a bit special, of course. The first. Every year was different. Every year was a different uh, venue, but uh, but not yet. They they did a great job to organize different different setting, and and every year it was yeah it was huge. It was uh, the, the the crowd was amazing. They was like really into it. You could feel every rally they were cheering for me and and to be uh, staying fair as well. You know, staying fair against. Uh, the, my opponent every time mm -hmm. and of course uh, you know winning every every round there was a bit more uh, you know there was a bit more expectation as well every year and I and to do it uh, three times in a row uh, was yeah it was a bit uh, well it was a bit special actually and last year I didn't do well I that was the first tournament of the season as always but it was I I lost in the quarterfinal against uh, Declan James, who did a great season as well. Yeah. And um, and yeah, I couldn't really find the same uh, the same rhythm at that time. But uh, yeah, it, you always have to you know get ready for something different. And I hope this year is going to be. Uh, it's going to be even uh, an even more uh, a bigger event, like a 70k, uh, boys and and girls. So um, and a new 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 place as well. It's going to be in the in the main castle of the uh, Duke de Bretagne. Oh wow! Like this. Oh. Well, that that and, seems uh, to be something that Nantes uh, has uh, sort of leading the way on the tour. I mean, they they seem to have a different venue every time. Uh, I think the Grasshopper Cup is also kind of following uh, the same approach. 
uh, and they also yeah. have great results too. So it's, it's, it sounds like a fantastic, uh, uh, yeah, that's tournament. the main, uh, yeah, that's the, the main, I think squash needs to be, uh, known by, by people who, who don't really play. So if you can set up the court in different area and, and try to put more people involved, it, it's going to be, it's going to be uh, much better for squash. And, and that's what they do well in the organization. They, they, they organize it a, a year in advance and try to, to get a, a lot, lot of people involved, you know, and, uh, and that's why, that's why it's a good, uh, it's a success. I would say it's uh, every day from the first round to the final, the, 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 the crowd is packed and it's, uh, yeah, they, they can sell some ticket and they can, mm. they can provide as well, not only squash, but a, a good show as well. You know, it's, uh, it's important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Now, um, I live in uh, Dubai, uh, in the UAE and, uh, I think it was maybe three, four years ago. One of the, one of the PSA players based out of Dubai had, uh, I think it might've been the shot, the best, one of the best shots I've ever seen. His name is, uh, Adel Makbul. I don't know if you remember. Ah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. He played yeah. like a top spin backhand. Uh, it, it's been on, it went viral. Uh, that, but anyways, after he made the shot, uh, the crowd started chanting. Uh, I don't know, they, they came up with a nickname for him. And they started chanting okay. it, which is sort of, uh, I guess, the, the beauty of that venue. is like the crowd gets behind everybody yeah. uh, in that way. Now, um, now. These days, you're as I as I know. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but you're you're being coached by uh, Thierry uh, Thierry Linku in in some respects. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a bit uh, different now, and it's difficult because Thierry is in the is in the US. Yeah. He's uh, the main coach of uh, MIT. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, in Boston, um, so he's pretty busy. And, uh, and do you I spend don't any have, time uh, there? Do you uh, go over there I at used all? To, yeah, I used to not last year, but I used to. Yeah, when I when I have some tournament in the US and I can pass by between tournaments and yeah, I spend few few days there. And Thierry Thierry is a great is uh, a great guy oh, yeah. for me. We we used we used to play together in the French team for few years, and we we we. Yeah, we get on really well together, and and it's uh, he's a good friend, part of the squash, you know. Yeah. And um, well, he's a class. I mean, one of the classiest uh, players to play the game. Very highly skilled player, yeah. and uh, a guy. Yeah. I I I'm a big fan of uh, Jonathan Power back in the day, and yeah. they had some fantastic, yeah. uh, fantastic battles. Is, and he was yeah. just uh, yeah, uh, yeah. very classy and very highly uh, skilled player. So it must be. Uh, must be great to yeah, have he, him uh, guide you in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was a, a, a model for me huh? from when I was young, and I, I could watch him. He's a really he was a, a hard worker, but like as <laughs> as you never know, you know he he did some great job from from where he he, he came uh, in Reunion Island. There was no squash, there was nothing there, and and he did it all by himself with his coach and. And to get to the number one spot and world champion was was something amazing for French people. I mean, for French player 
and um, and the way he did it, it's uh, it's really impressive. So so it's always good to have someone like who who knows uh, exactly this kind of situation, who knows the players, who knows uh, uh, how I have to deal with the with my you know the the, the schedule of my season as well. And it's good to, even if we can't really see each other anymore, it's it's good to have him around me and just talk on the phone and and try to, yeah, just uh, talk about the strategy, about the, uh, yeah, the, the, the players and stuff like this. It's really helpful for me, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was a guy that uh, I always sort of, especially his uh, his technique when he was on the tee, trying to volley, a lot. His short game from from the tee position was very, very impressive, and his movement, obviously, around the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And your your yeah, movement. Yeah, uh, I mean, you guys are sort of different, but still, uh, you're you're very high tempo, very quick around the court. And he, in his own way, was as well. Yeah, he had his own. Uh, he, I think he he was the one who created a, um, a different way of moving on court mm-hmm. as well uh, and uh, and that's that was really yeah impressive the way he did it and physically he was one of the strongest for sure oh yeah and uh, and yeah we we all you know as we all watched him a lot and from the French players we all, we used to say, okay, all the French players can move really well on court, but I think it's because of him as well, because we oh. all, well, we we tried different things and we we, we knew uh, what he was doing at training as well. So, so yeah, it's part of the, I think it's, my game is a bit uh, uh, a result of, uh, of his own game, you know. Um, but yeah, it's good for French. It's good for, <laughs> yeah, for the French absolutely. Team. Well, he, uh, I would say he he laid the groundwork for 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 what's happening now. I mean, France is a very very deep, I think, quite a deep uh, group of good talented players. And before that, obviously, uh, the French general came after him, and and now the group that's there now. So uh, it looks good, and and maybe he was uh, maybe the forefather of uh, all of that. Uh, that's going yeah, on. yeah, we 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 kind of uh, we're so lucky to had to have been like in this generation, you know, about Jerry and Greg and and uh, yeah, for me it was always uh, when I was watching them and I was maybe 15 years old and okay, I want to go there and play the play <laughs> the same thing and yeah, it's because of him, you know, it's because uh, of Greg and Jerry as well. They both have different games, but they. They, we, I tried to to pick something from everyone, you know, and uh, and it, yeah, it really helped me, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just I, I know you've got to run, uh, uh, Gregoire. Just uh, I just got a couple more questions for you, though. Uh, now, you're you're great on Twitter, uh, so I've been fo- I follow your Twitter feed a, a little bit. And uh, there was one. Uh, um, I'm not. I'm not that. <laughs> yeah, that you're much yeah. on Twitter. No. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're pretty good on Twitter, but uh, better than I am. I don't know if maybe it's all yeah. relative, but um, but on your Twitter feed, uh, one thing I noticed uh, 
uh, you posted of what maybe a few months ago it was, uh, and this was interesting, uh, kind of disturbing actually. Uh, Greg Lobin, he received a, a crazy email from like a squash uh, stalker guy. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, uh, apparently yeah. uh, Daryl Selby had received one and uh, maybe you did yeah. as well. So uh, give us yeah, a, we, what, like what happened there? Yeah, we were, I don't know, we were a bunch of players. We got, we got some, I don't know if it happens to many of the players or if it's really often or not, but uh, yeah, I just, I just got a, I just got a mail from, uh, I don't know, from someone anonymous and just saying that I was the, he was the biggest hater of, of me, you know, and <laughs> oh, no. uh, just, yeah. just, just saying that my game is, uh, I should not continue squash. I should not continue training. I'm so bad. I'm, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing on court. And, and the guy was, yeah, that was, a, that was a shocker actually. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's not something that you can write. Not something that you deal with, uh, regularly, is it? Like, you, you no, know, no, 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 we're not like, I know like the tennis players, they, they got a lot of this, you know, because the people people are, are betting on these guys, you know, and every time they're losing or even if they're winning and the guy is losing the bet, they, they, they complain all the time and they, they write something stupid on on all the social network, you know. But 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 for for us we don't we don't get this. That's why we were a bit surprised, you know, and we're not, you know, on T V, we're not uh, I mean not that much. So, so it's, it's, it feels weird to receive something like this. And we don't, we don't even, I don't know, I don't know. We don't even think about something, uh, something like this. You know, it's, it's, it's really, yeah. I mean, yeah, when I, I, I mean, when know. I saw that, I, I was shocked as well. Uh, I mean, you don't, re you never hear of that kind of thing happening. So when I saw that on your Twitter uh, page there, I thought well, that's kind of, uh, yeah. And for us, for freaky. us, it's, I mean, it's just once, you know, but imagine for the, the football player or the tennis player, oh, yeah. what they're on TV all the time. Imagine how many messages they get every day, and mm. just to and for no reason. What's the point for the for these guys? You know, they they don't even know how how to deal with this condition, how to, how, how to play any sport. You know? So so it's yeah, it's a bit. Uh, I doesn't you don't feel really. Uh, I don't know how to say, but it's you don't you don't feel great after. Uh, no, very disturbing, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, hopefully that, uh, like you said, it's not something that's common amongst squash uh, in the squash uh, professional yeah. thing. But uh, yeah. hopefully you don't hopefully. have to deal with that uh, again. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah, before. That's, the, that's that's just the, the the good thing of being not as famous as the, the other sports, you know, but. Uh, yeah, you just yeah. have to deal with it. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, before you go, uh, Gregoire, I did. Uh, I've got one more thing uh, on Instagram. You're also, uh, I would say, quite pretty, pretty good on Instagram. And I did see a video of your mm -hmm. golf swing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> smooth, smooth as silk. Now, tell tell yeah, me now. Now, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna guess here. You you got to be about a five handicap golfer at least. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. That's about ah, yeah. really okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Well, okay. more between five and eight, I would okay. say. Okay. Okay. But uh, I'm not playing enough. You know, uh, uh, 
I've, I would love to play more often, but it's just uh, not possible with the season and all the all the trainings and stuff. So yeah, um, priority. Yeah, you gotta have your priorities in, straight, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. So it's uh, it's something that I tried maybe five six years ago. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just uh, I just loved it. I just loved the way of you know the way you feel the ball when it goes the exactly where you want. Yeah. And uh, and and just being outside, you know, being outside with usually it's just great, great place, great. Uh, the weather should be should be good. And dealing with different uh, different elements, the wind, yeah. the, the yeah. rain. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. You've been you've been inside. You've been inside the whole season, and just to be outside and and feeling the fresh air and just be be there with the friends and and eating some balls and 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 yeah, it's just uh, it just feel feels perfect for me to do something different. And uh, wait, I, I, wait, can I just Wait two minutes, please. Yeah, yeah, right, no it. worries. Yeah, it's okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. No, no um, problem. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, it's it's just a, a different game for me, and and it's still something possible to do. Uh, you know, outside of squash, because during the weekend, if I have some uh, times off, I can go outside, and I'm living in the in the place where the weather is pretty good most of the year and uh and yeah i love this i love the i love this game I, and i wish i could play more and maybe i i would try something after my squash career yeah. but i would i would love to see how how far i can go in this this game you know and <laughs> yeah, yeah. definitely and well, yeah we'll see no, I, I'm a, I'm a, myself an eight handicap golfer, but uh, okay. my swing, uh, if we, if I put the video uh, up against your video, uh, you wouldn't know I was an eight handicap. You'd think I was a, about a 20 handicap, but, uh, it's not uh, about the swing sometimes. No, no, <laughs> no, that I'm, uh, uh, my swing's not that bad, but, uh, yeah, no, I must say you, you've got a very great, a very good swing now. If you um, if you had a dream uh, foursome, go out and play four ball uh, yourself and who who would who would be your three the three guys you'd want to play with? Uh, squash players or anyone? oh anybody it could it could be uh, what what's his name Dubuisson the guy, the the French Raphael Jacqueline. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, anybody, I have, Michael I Jordan. I have a friend on on tour. Okay. I have a friend on tour um, who was playing a pro golfer, Romain Langasque, who was on the European tour. Okay. Um, but yeah, we we yeah, we would be nice to play with him as well. Um, no, but uh, of course, of course, Tiger. <laughs> of <laughs> yeah, course absolutely. Tiger would, yeah. Would, would would be yeah, it's just uh, amazing what he's what he's still doing at, after all he he's been through um well let, let, but, let's say yeah. four uh, four squash players then from from the tour let, let, let's narrow it down then uh, if you we, had... we are we are a good group of uh, of squash players we can when we, we drink tournaments and we play we can when we lose we always try to go outside and and play golf so there's a uh, 
Daryl Selby, oh, yeah, yeah. who's pretty good at golf. Uh, Nikki Miller, Nicola Miller. Miller, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Shabana used to be Shabana, on, when he was yeah. on tour. Yeah. yeah, Shabana is crazy about golf as well. Um, there's Ryan Kelly as well. Okay. Uh, Cameron Pile, uh, Tom Richards. Right. Yeah, there's few few guys. Uh, they they love golf, and it's good to to spend some time together outside of squash. You know. Yeah, it's be a good um, fun uh, to get out and play with those guys, and uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, just make a few uh, few light bets on the golf course. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. No, it's it's just fun when you can do something something else. You know, uh, with the I mean, with a decent level. You know, it's you, you enjoy it more. You know, and and we always compete. You know, we 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 are competitor. You know, so. <laughs> It's never relaxed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. But, but, uh, but of course, it's it's just great, great fun. That's good fun. Well, Gregoire, uh, really appreciate your time today. Uh, I want to wish you all the best. You had a great season uh, last year and a great win last week. Uh, so I look forward mm-hmm. to uh, to good things uh, next season, and I'd love to have you back on again uh, on my podcast yeah. next year. Yeah, for sure, no problem. Yeah, I hope it's gonna be a a good year again. I'm gonna get ready for this. The starting the, the, the physical uh, summer training uh, beginning of of July, and uh, yeah, let's uh, get ready for the next season. Great, Gregoire. Thank you so much, and ha- have a great day. No problem. Thanks. Well, thank you so much, Gregoire. I really enjoyed that chat. Uh, for anyone who hasn't seen uh, Gregoire play, you really ought to. Uh, there's some uh, some of the footage from the European Team Championships where he had uh, some great matches uh, against uh, Borja Golan and uh, Simone Rosner. Uh, you ought to watch those, and then other uh, great. And he's also been uh, featured in. Uh, Either Matt, yeah, he was the player of the month, February, uh, the PSA player of the month for February. I forgot to mention that uh, in my intro. I should have. But uh, really uh, talented squash player, and I expect him uh, to keep on moving up in the rankings next year. I'd buy stock in Gregoire if, uh, if that were possible. But uh, all the best to him. Now, um, oh, yeah, and just, I just wanted to make uh, reference to this. Yeah, he, he did, uh, I predicted. Uh, or I guessed his handicap correctly, judging uh, from his swing uh, on Instagram. It, uh, I thought it, he looked like about a five handicap. He said it was between five and eight, and he's definitely got a wonderful swing. I'm about, my lowest has been seven. I'm right now, I'm 8.8. But uh, you juxtapose his swing to my swing, and you'd think he was five, I was 55. But um, uh, it doesn't matter, though, as long as you put it on the fairway and in the hole. And uh, but he's got a beautiful swing, so good luck to him as well with that. Uh, once his squash career is over, uh, if he wants to make uh, inroads into the uh, into the golfing ranks, I'm sure he can he can take it quite a ways with a with a swing like that. Uh, now back to squash, though. Uh, personally, I, I played today. Had a decent uh, training session with a friend of mine. Uh, felt really good moving out there. So it's just uh, one of those days. I'm not sure why. You know, the other day I felt all sort of achy and. Uh, you know, the back was sore, but I still managed to plow through it. Uh, but today it was uh, smooth and easy. So I'm not sure to, if anyone knows that maybe it was a good, I don't know, I didn't really sleep particularly well or differently. Uh, didn't really eat anything differently. Uh, 
maybe it could be this maybe because i i did have a beer earlier in the day uh, earlier in the day that might have been the dip maybe it loosened me up a bit um i'm not sure but uh anyways did play well today moved well felt good so uh try to figure that out look into why that is and why in other days might be different but um one other thing i wanted to mention and i i did post this on facebook on uh on the squash stories uh board there um yeah the, the super series final is coming up and uh you know to my chagrin uh it's no longer being held in dubai that, that sort of as i mentioned there on the board uh sort of flew under the radar i'm not sure why they wouldn't have announced the change of venue more in a more public or you know more sort of a, as, a, as a news feed or from the psa i'm not sure why that didn't happen but uh, there must be a reason and I guess what disappointed me the most was the fact that I did actually, uh, I requested and, and received a, a press pass uh, last year. And I was like a kid in a candy store there. I got access to, uh, I think, I forget what episode it was, but you can, you can hear the episode where I had on uh, Simon Rosner, Camille uh, uh, Serm, uh, Nick Matthew as well. I think the three or four players came on. And uh, I was lucky enough to be in there at the uh, the opening uh, ceremony as part of the press team. And I guess that's where where my disappointment lies is the fact that I don't have that opportunity anymore unless uh, unless I uh, decide to fly over there and hopefully uh, I get a press pass. But uh, that's not going to happen. But at any rate, all the best to uh, everyone who qualified for that event. It should be a good one regardless. And the, they'll definitely get... Uh, Huge crowds, given the the number of, of Egyptian uh, uh, players that are on both the men's and women's side, it should be a great event. Um, not sure who's going to win that, but uh, on the women's side, the player in form is uh, Norhan Gohar. Uh, obviously, she's in form, and then it should be interesting to see uh, if Mohamed El Sherbagi is still as hungry as he was in the last event, and if uh, Ali Farag wants to end the season on a high note, or if anyone else is uh, up for the uh, up to the task, maybe Kareem Abdul Gawad. He seems to play well in Egypt uh, on these occasions, so maybe he'll step up on home home soil yet again. But uh, at any rate, uh, everybody, uh, again, thanks for listening as always. Uh, please, as I uh, like to say, uh, share this with your, your with, with your squash friends at your at your club or in the squash community that you you uh, you play in, and uh, it's on uh, Apple iTunes. It's at, it's in most uh, podcast uh, apps that you can find it. Just search for in squash. Uh, share it on uh, Twitter and Facebook. Really appreciate that. Have a great day and talk to you soon. Goodbye now.